It's another day, I'm another John, and this is Another Note. Today's edition of Another Note is titled, Contagious Worship, and our scripture reading is Psalm 9. As always, may the Lord add His blessing to the reading and hearing of His Holy Word. The pandemic disrupted every part of life for us this year. Our children shifted to online education. We changed the way we shop and how we spend our free time. Canceled plans and staying at home have dampened our collective spirits, it seems. Even the way we worship shifted. I understand what made online worship difficult for a lot of people. I never appreciated the sense Christians were being targeted because of their faith. These have been burdensome times. As a nation, we've walked the line of appropriate government intervention. So I want to acknowledge that side of our 2020 disturbed worship rhythm. Still, we figured out how to worship without meeting in large groups. As we did, I couldn't help but think of Jesus' triumphal entry into Jerusalem. There were some who wanted to silence those who praised Jesus that day. The stones would cry out if those people were silent, Jesus said. God is too good for God's people not to praise him. Our praise stems from the goodness we know of God. The psalmist said, I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will tell of all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exult in you. I will sing praise to your name, O Most High. Why did the psalmist praise God? He knew God was the Most High. That's not only a name, it's God's being. Because of how he had seen God move before, he chose to offer God his whole being. That's worship. And only God is worthy of all our worship. Reread Psalm 9 and notice his full attitude of worship. In verse 11, the psalmist tells the congregation, or whoever is reading, to sing praises to the Lord. His worship shifts from personal to invitational. In other words, he wants you to join him in praise. It's like a preacher who tells you the good news of Jesus Christ. She may ask, can I get an amen? Don't just listen and sit in silence. Praise God because you have heard the truth of God with her. True praise points to God and tells of God's goodness. And that kind of praise is contagious. That attitude of worship is also a recipe for revival. When I ask the church to pray for revival, I want them to understand both facets of worship. Revival isn't something you ask of other people. Before anything, your worship of the Most High has to mean something to you. Your worship then moves to invite others to know God. I shared a story online last week. It was a study of North Korea's actions against those who own a Bible. If you own a Bible in North Korea, expect to be imprisoned 
or executed. That's persecution. But I know there are Christians who are going to find ways to hear God's word, even in North Korea. For them, it's worth the risk because their worship propels them to know more of God's goodness. Would your worship do that to you? Stay blessed.